There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Ntefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Forty benefits of bustles to church members. We have looked at eh, benefits to the kingdom of God. Amen? Now we are looking at benefits to the members. Amen. Bustles bring a lot of blessings to church members. And that is why a church that is bustle based is a healthy church. It's not only a growing church, but it is a healthy church. Because of the many, many, many benefits that accrue to the church members. Amen. Number one, a church member through the bustles becomes a known identity and not just a statistical figure. A church member through the bustles becomes a known identity and not just a statistical number or figure. Amen? If you don't have bustles in the church, as the church grows, you, you didn't know the church members. Yeah. Look at John chapter 10. John chapter 10. It is very important not only for us to have people in the church, but also to know them. Very, very I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbed up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entered in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice, and he called his own sheep by name and leaded them out. And when he put forth his sheep, he went before them, and the sheep followed him, for they know his voice. And a stranger would they not follow, but would flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Hallelujah. Hmm? So Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Hallelujah. Hmm? Verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and I am known of mine. So not only must we have sheep and a lot of them for that matter, but the sheep must be known. If the sheep are not known, 
They just become part of the statistics. You say, today, 300 people came to church. But who are the people who came to church? You don't know. Amen. That is the danger of large churches. Large churches just become like people who have gathered at football stadiums. Or convention centers. I get what I'm saying. So, the benefit to the member is that no matter how large the church is, eh, God has blessed us with so many people in our church at Collegono. Thousands of them. Every single one of them is known by a shepherd. Yeah. Because we have created in our church Every member is known by four levels of shepherds. I need three people. So he's a sheep. He's a sheep. Stand this way. This is the pastor shepherd. This is the pastor pastor. And I'm the pastor of the church. Now, this member is part of the church. He is not just an unknown identity because he has a shepherd who knows him. A shepherd who knows him. And then this shepherd works under a pastor. And this pastor's duty is to know all the sheep in his area. Because he also has shepherds. The pastor has shepherds. So by knowing the members in the different bassels of his shepherds. He, the pastor, he comes to know all of them. Do you understand it? And all the normal issues, he needs advice. Uh, he needs some help here. And all that are all handled by the shepherd and the pastor. So they know him. Then, from time to time, the pastor would gather the members and then bring them to me. So I'm also here. So I also get to know them gradually. And definitely, when they have serious issues, marital issues, serious issues, the shepherds will say, I cannot handle it. The pastor will say, the bishop, now all means know about that. And so, they will bring the person to me. So every member who is walking around there is known and shepherded by one, two, three. Sometimes when we have what we call uh, ministry shepherds who have charge of a couple of um, vessels, then they are also here before me. So about four or five people. So that sheep in the large church is known by somebody. If the sheep is sick, there will be somebody. I'm always getting along. We went to visit this person. We went to do them. We went to do well. All like that. So it's not just a crowd that has been gathered. But if you don't have vassals, there are many churches when they close on Sunday, that is it. It's finished. How many of you know the churches? It's finished. There are many churches where the members don't even have access to the pastor. They don't even, they have never, they have been in a church for 10 years, never spoken to the pastor. 
That is not a church. That's just a crowd. Jesus said, I know my sheep and I am known of mine. So that is the benefit to the member that as he's walking among the sea of people, somebody knows him or her. Knows their house. Knows where they work. Knows their troubles. Knows their marriage. Knows everything. Everybody. Amen. And in fact, even now the problem that we are having is that the pastors themselves in the areas also have so many sheep that they to their struggle. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes a pastor has over 500 sheep. One pastor. On Sundays, eh, I have a pastor who brings 400 people. Amen? How many people do you bring on Sundays? 350, 370 on Sundays. And how many people do you have in your area? Over 450 people. Those are his members. So maybe he is struggling. So you have to train more shepherds that will help him to know 450 people. <laughs> eh? It's a good problem. And every Sunday he alone from his area between 350 to 300 almost 400. That's one of them. He brings no less than 400 Sundays. Wow. Eh? So we must not just gather the people. We must know them. And so when we know them, the sheep is very happy. How many of you are happy that you have known? Eh? You are very happy. Eh? In the Bible school, my students become very happy when I learn their name. Yeah. Sometimes I line them up like this. Fifty of them. I say, what is your name? What is your country? What's your name? What's your country? I learn it. I go over, I go over, I go over, I go over, I go over. And the day that I will say, your name is God, Dan Oluch. Ah! That's it. They are so happy because my shepherd knows me. That's the first benefit. Thank you. As the church grows, the pastor finds it difficult to know the church members by name and their problems. But when the large church is divided into the smaller cells, it becomes easier for the sheep to be known. Amen. Eh? Point number two, write it. As the church grows, write it. As the church grows, the pastor finds it difficult to know the church members by name and their problems. But when the large church is divided into parcels, it becomes easier for the members to be known. Number three. The parcels become the avenue for fellowship for the church members. Amen. The parcel it becomes the place. It becomes the avenue, the place, the atmosphere for fellowship for the members. Look at Acts chapter 2 and verse 46. Huh? Go to verse 42. 
And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship. Are you seeing that? Yeah. Eh? Through the apostles, members have the opportunity to fellowship with each other. In a large church, many of the people are lonely. Look, you can go to a large church. Eh? Nobody will speak to you. Yeah? Many years ago, when I was studying in Russia, I went to London for the first time. I didn't know anybody. That was about 22 years. I didn't know anybody. And I found some small place to hide. And I met an Avorian student who took me to church in a huge Pentecostal church. When I entered the church, I said, Oh Lord, you are so good. Today my problems are finished. Because they were also full of black people. And God heard my prayer because at the end of the service, they said, If you are here for the first time, if they didn't finish, I... I where to sleep. I mean, I didn't have money. So I said, today, my problems are solved. So, welcome brothers. They welcome us and everything. Mm. At, the, <laughs> at the end of the service, I stood at a strategic place where the people passed. I tell you, before my eyes, all the people, hello, I said, I don't need hello. Come and ask me. Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have food to eat? You can't imagine it. A church of a lot of people pass by. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody minded me. I went home very sad. A large church. So, when you break the church into vessels, we are only eight. We can fellowship. We know ourselves. They have somebody to talk to. Amen. Eh? They have somebody to talk to. Hmm? Next one. Number four. Friendships and companionships are developed through the vessels. Friendships and companionships are developed through the vessels. People get to know themselves and become friends through the vessels. Yeah. So when a person stands in a big church, he may not know, you know, and in fact, in our church at Kologono, if you are not in a basel, you will not be happy. You will not be happy. Look, everything is done in a basel. Everything. And even the pastors in the church, there are so many people that they don't know. Because every pastor is focused on their sheep. Do you understand it? Every pastor is focused on their sheep. But the small groups, the pastors, makes it possible for people to find friends and companions. Huh? Number five. The church member is not lost in the sea 
of masses of people. I'm talking about benefits of pastors to the church member. And pastors, when you teach this in your church, your church members will want you to start pastors. The church member is not lost in the sea of the masses of people. There can be 5,000 people, but because he belongs to a smaller group, he's okay. That is what I read from the beginning. Where Bishop said, large enough, eh? but also small enough. Yeah. And when you build a church that way, as the church goes, it becomes healthy. It becomes healthy. Next one. Number six. The church members become family members who know themselves. The church members become family members who know themselves. Because of the people at the basic level, they eat together, they attend fellowship together, they do evangelism together, they do art games together, so they form a family. They form a family amongst the big church family that is there. Hallelujah. Number seven, the church members have people to share their problems and the deep concerns of their heart with. The church members have people to share their problems and the, and the deep concerns of their heart with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the number of people who are here. Hmm? Mrs. Adams, come. How many of the people do you know here? How many of the people? Very few. Eh? Who and who? Elpilana, Reverend Douglas. Oh, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Speak up. Elpilana, Reverend Douglas. Flora. We can't hear Johanna. you. Speak El- up. Elpilana. Yes. Reverend Douglas. Yes. Flora. Yes. Another Flora. Dr. Hannah. Fanuel. Raymond. Pierre. These are all people who have come from your church. Yes, please. I'm talking about the people who are here. Pastor Geoffrey. Elpi Lillian. Huh? Bishop Obi. Go to this sister. This sister here. The one with the black scarf. Yes. Do you know her? No, Share... Share, you have a very serious problem in your life. Share, share it with her. Would you like to do that? No. Would you like to do that? No. Something really worrying you. You have hemorrhoids somewhere. <laughs> do you know hemorrhoids? Somewhere. Can you just go and talk to anybody? No. no. Do you understand it? So what happens is that as the church is growing, without the bustles, people don't have people to talk to. What is worrying them? They have nobody. I mean, if, if a stranger... Uh, why is there? Why is my brother from Pastor Jimmy's church? Where is he? Uh, where is he? Where are my brothers from Pastor Jimmy's church? House of Grace. Ah, they've gone. Okay. Now, there are some people who came here, two of them. Do you think that they know anybody? They don't know anybody. They, know, they, know, they only know Bishop OBM, probably Pastor Fifi. That's it. So, as the church grows, that's what happens. The benefit of the pastors to the members is that 
through the little bus that they have, they now have friends, they have people that they can talk to, and people who can become real friends to them, they can share the deep concerns of their lives. Now, do you know why people stay in a church? How many of you want to know? Eh? There are two reasons why people stay in a church. The first one is the the pastor. They stay because of the pastor. Yeah. He's preaching his sermons, who the pastor is. So, wow, I want this one to be my pastor. The second reason why they stay is because of the friendships that they make in the church. So, when people come, thank you, when people enter our churches, after some time, one, two, three weeks, when they don't have anybody to talk to, anybody to relate, they leave. They leave. They leave. Yeah. But through the bustles, what happens is that many of the new people who are coming, they are coming through the bustle anyway. Do you understand it? Because they are one in the bustles, and then the bustles bring them to church. So already they have people that they relate with. So even if other people are not minding them, at least there are two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people that they can relate with. Amen. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? How many do you have? Seven. Number eight. The church members are delivered from loneliness. The church members are delivered from loneliness. They have people to talk to. Yeah? Next one. Number nine. The church members do not suffer from neglect or do not feel neglected. The church members do not suffer from neglect or they do not feel neglected. Because there are people who care for them. Yeah? Apart from me, the pastor, there are people who care for them. In the bustle. The bustle people are their family members. They care for them. Next one, number 10. It allows the spiritual gifts and talent of the church members to be developed. It allows the spiritual gifts, gifts and talents of the church members to be developed. Listen. You say you know how to sing. Eh? Sing at the base level. Do the praise and worship there. Do the ushering there. Because if we come and put you here, you may not sing again. I get what I'm saying. At the base level, when you sing, it doesn't work. Everybody clap. Because even there are other people that they can't sing. So, even when you say, I will worship you. Live too high above. Then you want to change the lesson. Above the and the world. Then somewhere out there you get locked. You see the other person members they, they don't they thought that it's a style. It's a special style. So they'll be clapping for you. 
But why we bring you here? Eh? I will worship you as singing. When you open your everybody will be laughing. Laugh at you. So develop all the talents and the gifts at the basic level. Make all the mistakes there. The day that will call you up here, you'll be shining. So at our basic meetings, we encourage the shepherds to involve the members. We tell them, let some people be ashes. Let somebody lead the praise and worship. Let, the, let somebody lead the prayer. Let everybody do something because everybody is learning. Do you understand that? Yeah, if you are reading a Bible passage, you can say, okay, can somebody read John chapter 8 verse 20? Somebody reads it. We are involving the people. So the people are developing their gifts and their talents. If they make mistakes, they make mistakes there. Do you understand it? Your prophetic gifts, your, 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 this, you can practice this, practice there. You say, Mashikahar Atazete. That said, Lord. Tomorrow, tomorrow, by this time, I'll kill him. That said the law. Today your HIV is negative. But tomorrow by this time, it will be positive. How can your HIV, which one is better, negative or positive? When God says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health. And that the spirit of the Lord is saying that your HIV, which is negative today, it will be positive tomorrow. You see, you are speaking by your own spirit, not by the spirit of God. That's what I mean. But practice it. Practice. That day, one day you'll be standing before the church and you say, Mahakanda Asei, Tara Mahandere. Say, brother, stand up. I see the hand of the Lord. You begin to speak under inspiration. Wow. Where did they come from? You learned it at the Basel level. You learned how to usher. Come. The three of you. At the Basel level. When people are coming to church, you greet them nicely. Hello. You learn it. At the passing level, because you don't know. Why is that? You are coming to church. Brother, I'm sorry. Why are you not coming? Eh? Yeah, city. That's the, at the passing level. But you are learning. You are learning. You are developing the talent. Now, one day, this same come. 
One day this same usher at the church level will be his usher that nicely said, oh, please. You are now more polished. Where did you learn it? At the Basel level. Are you clapping your hands for that Lord? Otherwise, if you don't learn there and we are pointing in the church, you will sack the people. Look at the knock that you are giving people. Small child and a person can you are slapping every slapping people even before you are giving somebody karate. Taking money from people for coming late. Why not can bring some uh, this uh, twenty shillings before I give you a seat? So it allows the spiritual gifts and the talents of the members to be developed. Amen. Eh? Yes. Thank you. Next one. My loving. The church members learn how to win souls for the Lord. And they become hardened and anointed soul winners with time because of their exposure at the basal level. The church members learn how to win souls for the Lord. And they become hardened and anointed soul winners with time because of their exposure at the Basel level. Do you remember I said that the Basel members must do outreach every week? Yeah? So they go with them. They go with them. Gradually, they learn how to win souls. And they become very hard and strong and anointed. That is how you get more people help of evangelism. Amen? Hmm? Next one. They receive even deeper understanding of the word of God that the pastor teaches at the main church. They receive even deeper understanding of the word of God that the pastor teaches at the main church. Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and the breaking of bread and prayer. So at the Basel level, we continue steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine. We continue to learn what our pastor has taught us. I get what I'm saying. Now, when the pastor is teaching in the big church, whether you understand it or not, he's teaching. You, you can't ask questions. And if you're a pastor here, I would advise you not to let people ask questions at church. <laughs> One day a certain pastor was preaching. And then somebody lifted up. Pastor. I said, yes. So you got up. He said, pastor, the preaching that we are preaching, please add scriptures. Add. There are no scriptures in the preaching. Add scriptures. Add scriptures. There are no scriptures. Do you think that you can continue to preach again? 
Your church member is telling you you should add scriptures. Another pastor was preaching and somebody lifted up the hand. Pastor said, yes. Then the church member said, pastor, you see the preaching that you are preaching, that's it. You are speaking the truth. Only that say it with strength and power. Don't just be walking there nya, nya, like that. Say, say it with strength and power. Be a charismatic pastor. Oh. Do you think that as a pastor you can continue to preach? Don't allow anybody. So, whether you understand the preaching or you don't understand it, you know, but at the basic level, you can ask questions. You can ask questions. There can be a discussion. Bring your mind. What do you think? Why are you saying this? So, through that, the members receive deeper understanding of what the pastor was teaching on Sunday. All the questions that they couldn't ask there, they can ask at the pastor level. It makes them become deeper, richer in their understanding of the word of God. That is a benefit to the members. You are then developing spiritual members who are deep-seated in the word of God and in the things of God. Who understand what we are teaching very well. And therefore, they can follow and obey and do and be transformed by the word of God that you are teaching them. Amen? Hmm? Yeah? Next one. 13. At the area fellowship meeting or the Basel meeting, the members have the opportunity to ask more questions to receive deeper understanding about the word of God, which is sometimes which cannot be done in the large church. At the Basel meeting, the members have the opportunity to ask more questions to receive deeper understanding about the word of God, which cannot be done at the large church. Can I ask questions? As I'm preaching right now, if you say you want to ask questions, I won't allow you to ask questions. So you don't tell me that I should ask scriptures. Amen. So at the basic level, the shepherd must allow questions and contributions to allow the sheep to get better understanding of, of what is being taught. Amen. Next one, number 14. Members who experience love and care from one another. Members who experience love and care from one another. Acts chapter 2, 41 to 45. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and, and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common. Are you seeing that? And sold their possessions and good, and parted them to all men as every man had need. So they cared for themselves. As they were having the fellowships in the church, they had love for each other. 
they help solve each other's problems. The area for this become a security for the members. Amen. Acts chapter 4, from verse 30. By stretching forth their hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the Holy Child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the whole place was shaken. Verse 32. And the multitude of them that believed, watch this, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. What was the result of that? Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and great grace was upon them all. Verse 34. Neither was there any among them that lacked. Amen. And that is what happens at the basic level. They care for each other. Somebody needs a little help here and there. They provide. It happens all the time. So the members are happy to be part. Wouldn't you be happy to be part of a group that you belong that the people care for you? Huh? Eh? Yeah. That's what happens. So it's a benefit to the church members. And that's why they are happy to attend the Basel meeting. So, one of the things that I tell um, the shepherds is that if the people are not attending your, your Basel meeting, it is because all these benefits that I'm talking about, they are not seeing it. Yeah. About two, three years ago, I invited Bishop Saki to come and preach at Kologono. Uh, and he said something. He said, he said, he said, sheep are selfish. Or people are selfish. They always ask the question, what can I get by being here? <laughs> what can I get? Once they know that they can get something, they would like to be there. If they can't get anything, they will, they will not be there. Yeah. So when people realize that, look, here, I'm careful. I have friends, family, people to fellowship with. can make friends, companions. I mean, this is a place, a nice place to be. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. I understand the scripture. I'm taught the scripture. They pray for me. Eh? And many people are not laughed. So when they find themselves in an atmosphere where love is being demonstrated to them, they like to be there. Are you understanding why the, the, the cells become important to the members? Yeah. Next one. Fifteen. At the basal level, the members will benefit from being looked after by the other members of the basal. They will benefit from being looked after. Always here, oh, we have contributed a little money to pay the person's school fees. We went to the hospital he couldn't pay all his medical bills. He contributed a little money to pay. It happens all the time. All the time. So it's a family. And they look after themselves. They love themselves. Not sleep with each other. That's what I mean. But love. Christian love. Amen? Number 16. 
the members from backsliding because the other members of the vessels are constantly looking out for each other. It delivers the members from backsliding because the other members of the vessel are constantly looking out for each other. We are only eight in the vessel. So if you don't attend vessel meetings, we'll know. And if you don't come to church, we'll know. So quickly, why were you? Why didn't you come? Eh? There's a famous story um, I heard from Bishop Oedipo. He said that in one of their cell meetings, there was an old lady who was a member of the cell. And one day, when they went for the cell meeting, the members realized that the old lady was not there. She was quite regular. She was not there. So at the end of the service, it's in love and care. They wanted to find out why she didn't come. So they went to her house. When they go to her house, she was not there. And when they went to her door, the door was locked, but they could hear somebody inside granting. Do you understand? So they forced the door open. That was their member dying. So they carried there to the hospital and was treated and became well. The only reason why she was saved was because she was a member of a little group. Where the members cared and loved each other and wanted to find out why is it that our member was not at Basel meeting today? Amen? Do you understand that? So it prevents the members from backsliding. Why are there no Basels? Look, I mean, in our church, there's always accountability from the shepherds. How many of your people come to church who didn't come? We know it. The pastor of the area will sit down with the shepherds and they will account for everybody who didn't come. And why didn't they come? Pastor Ben, you understand that? Yeah. Charlie, if you want to have sheep, you have to work hard. You have to work hard. Church good and hard work. Amen? Every pastor in my church at the end of Sunday knows how many of his members came to church and how many didn't come. He knows it. We get those records. We get those records. Every Sunday. So at the end of every Sunday, there's a report that is sent to me and to all my assistants about what happened that day. We know how, we know the church attendance overall. Then we know that attendance in all the services. Then we know how many souls on that Sunday gave their lives to Christ. Then we know of the people who came to church, how many came in the buses. We know. Every Sunday. I can show you. Last Sunday I was not in church. I have the report. I have it. And then, there must be a discussion why this Sunday. So, for example, this particular Sunday that is left, 
when I look at the report, 600 people didn't come to church. 600. And the reason was that the Saturday we had a beach outing. <laughs> Do you understand? We had a beach outing the whole Saturday. So by the time they got back, people decided that look, we are tired. We can't go to church. So when we wanted them to be happy, that was how they paid us. 600. Yeah, when I compared to the previous Sunday's attendance, and they said 600. Okay. They are tired. Yeah? I wanted to read something to you. So when I get a read it, how many of you are enjoying the benefits of Basel's to church members. How many of you are so important? Eh? Isn't it a nice church to attend? Yeah. Yeah. Where you are known, you are not just a number. Do you understand it? You have friends, companions, people look out for you. Eh? I mean, you are doing something in church. Oh, it's heavy. Say, that will be the story of your church in the name of Jesus. Next one, number 17. Huh? The members of your bustle will attend your wedding ceremony. They will attend your wedding ceremony. Hey. How many of you know that church members don't attend wedding ceremonies? Why do you say, this Sunday, sister, 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 on the Sunday, they don't come. It is not what I've been told. Something that I've seen. They don't come. Are you getting that? Yeah. So, the people that we are marrying, they are Facing the pastor. And the congregation is this way. Is that not so? Yeah. When they turn like this, even if they don't see anybody, the members in their bassels, they will see them. They will see them. Amen. Hmm? Number 18. The members of the parcel will attend the name, baby naming ceremony of other members. They will attend. If nobody in the church comes, they will be there. They will be there. Yeah. So this is from my main assistant. He says, also yesterday, the attendance for all the services apart from love and faith dropped. One thing that was clear from a survey I did from the early rain, his presence and love and faith service was that most of the people who came for the picnic were not in church. We had about 1,400 people coming for the picnic. I asked that we all do massive visitations this week in addition to the evangelistic programs be held so we can recover and move forward next week. But 
We, we don't just say the people didn't come to church. The question is asked, why didn't they come to church? And he said, when he analyzed, the people that we encouraged to go and be happy, they decided on Sunday to continue to rest. <laughs> but actually, for example, if you have not been swimming for a long time and all this business, you do it. You become better, you know. Your legs will be paining you everywhere. I mean, you can't get up. But the point I'm trying to make is that, you see, there's accountability. Yeah. It's accountability. So the pastors will be asking, why are your people? Why are your people? Why are your people? Why are your people? And then the shepherds will account. Do you understand it? Yeah. And so it prevents backsliding. Amen. How many do you have? Naming ceremony. I remember something that I will never forget when we started doing bustles. There was a lady who had had a baby and we were going to have her uh, baby ceremony in the house. And in Ghana we did very early, like 7 a.m., 6.30, 7 a.m., you know, 7.30, in the house. Now, when I was going to the house, I met a group of members. So I asked them. They were not dressed. I said, oh, but the program, we are supposed to be doing the program now. How come that you guys are not ready? And they told me, they said, Bishop, we are the people who went to set up the place. We belong to this person. So we have gone to arrange a place clean the place and all that. And now we are quickly rushing to go and get ready and come. Their Basel member was having a baby naming ceremony. They have woken up early to go to the house to go and make sure that everything is okay. Wouldn't you like to be in such a fellowship? I will never forget it. It's one of the most beautiful things that I've seen. Yeah. I was so touched. So when we started the program, they came later. I said, oh, go ahead. Let the strangers and the visitors be happy. We are going and we'll come back. But they come to put, you know, the place in order, sweep the place, clean the floor, arrange the tables, everything. Yeah. Huh? Next benefit. The parcel members would attend the baby dedication service of other members. They will attend it. When the baby is being dedicated, even if nobody comes, you see them. It's so nice to see. Every time we are having baby dedication in church, I will say, let the family come. You will see that apart from the biological family of the people, eh, all the people in the pastors, plus their pastor, they run to the stage. They run to the stage. Is that, yeah, this is our family member. We are the family members. This is our family member. And they rejoice with the person. Next one. The parcel serves as a source of security to the members through the love and care that they receive. The parcels serve as a source of security to the members through the love and care that 
they receive. Yeah. They know that if something happens to me, I have brothers and sisters who will help me. If I'm in need, I have brothers and sisters who will help me. If something, you know, um, bad is going to happen to me, I have brothers and sisters who will be there supporting me. It's security. Human beings need security. Human beings need to know that if something is happening, there will be somebody to help, to support. Is that also? Yeah. yeah. And that is the atmosphere that the bus creates. So the members are happy to be there. The members are happy to be there. Many times they visit other members at the hospital and help to pay their medical bills. It's even one of the benefits. Yeah. They do that. Wow. Next one. Basel members will visit a sick member who has been hospitalized. Basel members will visit a sick member. How many do you have? 21. Who has been hospitalized? 22. Members of the Basel will sometimes even contribute to pay all or part of the medical bills of their member. Yes. Sometimes people are arrested in hospitals. They can't go home because they don't have money to pay their bills. <laughs> you have been discharged, but one week you are there. You understand? So the bus members come. So how much is the bill? So Two thousand shillings. How much have you paid? I paid one thousand. I'm left of one thousand. That's why I'm here. So oh, okay. Let's try and see what we can do. So they look among themselves. And then they are also able to raise 1,000 shillings and top up. And because of that, their member is able to go. Would you not like to be part of such a group? Eh? That is why I said the Basels does not let the church only grow, but it also creates a healthy church where people love to belong. Amen? Benefits of Basels to members. I've given you 21. But there are more. 22. 23. Basel members will attend the funeral ceremonies of their members' lost loved ones. Basel members will attend the funeral ceremonies huh? of the members, their members lost loved ones. Yeah. The whole church won't come. Your father is dead. They don't bother at all. They don't even know. As we are crying, they are not aware at all. But the members in the bathroom, they know. They know. I always see them traveling far distances. They are accompanying another member who has lost the mother, the father, you know, to somewhere. Wouldn't you be comforted when you see them around? You will. Yeah, you will. You will be comforted. Next one. The church members will experience the blessings of Obedidom when they open their homes for the Basel meetings to take place. The church members will experience the blessings of Obededom. Obededom. 
O B G D D O M O B D D O M. You see, you have, you have exposed yourself that you don't read your Bible. Hey, shepherds. Who better than somebody is asking which Kenya Prime Minister was that? Somebody says, President Jomo Kenyatta's Prime Minister when he was the President. Look at you. Amen. Listen. When the church members open their homes for the buses to take place there, they experience the blessings that Obedidom experience. Second Samuel chapter 6 from verse 1. Again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose and went with all the people that were with him from Baal of Judah to bring up from thence the ark of God whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts that dwelleth between the cherubims. And they set the ark of God upon the, a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab that was in Gibeah. And Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drave the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab which was at Gibeah, accompanying the ark of God. And Ahio went before the ark. And David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord on all manner of instruments made of fair wood, even on harps and on psalteries and on timbers and on cornets and on cymbals. And when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen shook it. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and God smote him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of God. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. And he called the name of the place Peru-Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obedidom the Gedite. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedidom the Gedite three months. And the Lord blessed Obedidom and all his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom and all that pertained unto him because of the ark of the Lord. The ark of the Lord represented the presence of the Lord. When people open their homes for buses to take place there, the Holy Spirit fills them. The presence of the Lord fills their homes. And therefore, their homes begin to flourish. Evil spirits run away from their homes. And God begins to bless their homes. Amen? And they experience... Mr. and Mrs. Obedidon were very poor. Suddenly, things were working. Why? Because of the ark of God. Immediately David saw it. The Bible says, so David went and brought up the ark of the Lord from the house of Obedidom into the city. The ark that he didn't want, now he went for it. So you must teach your members that they should open their homes because God will bless them. Amen. I get what I'm saying. Yeah, because God will bless them. When the battles happen in their homes, 
they have opened their doors and their homes for God to send them great blessings. And that is a benefit to them. Hallelujah. Number 25. Through the vessels, church members can easily find beloveds, wives, and husbands. Wow. Eh? Yes. But I think there are only eight of us here. And we are four brothers and there are three sisters. Look, when the church is big, even you cannot locate a sister or a brother. Everybody's face seems to be the same thing. But in the bustle, we worship together, we do evangelism together, we go to church together. So we know ourselves. So if there's a sister who is fine, To whom to and a nice to whom for. It's very easy for the brother to say, Look, this sister. I don't know, but for some reason, when we come for Basel meeting and I see her, I feel like always coming for Basel meetings. Yeah, about about a month or two ago, I married a brother and uh, a sister in the church. Ah, I realized during the ceremony that there was a lot of shouting. So I said, what is going on? Not knowing that the sister was the brothership in the bathroom. It. He has won the sister into the bustle, and the sister later became his beloved. And then years later, they are married. Okay, you think that is a fool? Yes, I was so happy. I was so happy. So, in the bustle, the church members can find themselves. Maybe the sister you are looking for a tactile brother. And in the bustle there's one day. So there's a way you can draw his attention. Every day after bustle meeting you bring him chocolate. All the other brothers you don't give them chocolate. Only this one. Only this one. Only this one. Only this one. Chapati. You have a special chapati. And you know, when we, when we get into, when we get into what we do at area fellowship meetings, one of the things that I'll teach you is that we eat. We break bread. So because this brother is special, every time you are sharing the chapati and you get to his turn, you can see that there's a difference. His always seems to be bigger. May you find a nice beloved at the bustle. 
receive a nice beloved at the bustle. I said receive a nice beloved at the bustle. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a shout. Amen. Yeah. And then also, brother, it's very easy. As as we are there. See? Should go to the sister and say, Sister Joyce, I don't know. I don't know why when we come for Basibit and I see you. I always feel a certain shrrr. I feel brrrr. Everybody say brrrr. In fact, anytime you don't come for bassy meeting, the bassy meeting is not nice at all. I don't I don't, I, I don't understand the word of God that they preach. Nothing. Uh, they say, Sister Joyce, by the way, I have one question for you. Honestly, I don't know. Please, were you created or you were crafted? Because I don't know. I mean, there are so many sisters in the church, but when I see you, I don't know. Eh? So see, gradually, sister Joyce to be, you know, gradually, warming up. Then one day you also say, oh, better tea. Oh, also you better tea. Anytime I see you, I don't know, I feel so happy. Hey. Hey. But you see, there are some brothers who don't have wraps. You just go to the sister like that. Yes, you walk like that. Uh, sister Joyce. Sister Joyce. I want you to be the mother of my children. She will say, and no, 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 I don't think madness. I don't think so far. How many of you realize that the pastor is working? Eh? It's working. Oh, a place that you can get, beloved. Oh. Any soul that you went into the bustle. Who sees one of the sisters that he likes? He will backslide again. He will not backslide again. No, no, no. Ah, a sister has found a brother that she likes at the bustle. That's it. Even if she should be cooking food all the time and bringing it. It's a nice place. Clap your hands for the Lord.
Hallelujah. Wow. Next one. Speak in the Holy Ghost, somebody. Hallelujah. Number 26. By having the opportunity to work for God, at the basic level, the church members will be preparing the ground for God to reward them, both here and in heaven. By having the opportunity to work for the Lord at the basic level, the church members will be preparing the ground for God to reward them, both here and in heaven. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Amen? For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves what? A good degree. And great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. So they will be preparing great rewards that they are going to receive both here and in heaven. Amen. So when you tell the members, that is why you must be part of the bustle. So when you are there, you can preach, you can teach, you can evangelize, you can visit the sheep. You understand it? They are already working for God and laying their grounds for both their earthly and heavenly rewards. Yeah. Last year, was it last year? Yeah. Last year, we lost one of our church members. It was a young boy. 20 years. Was it 20 or 22 years? Yeah. Young guy. He was in the church for, he was in the church for um, three years. He came out of a bustle. And after one year, he himself became a Basel shepherd. I even sent him to the Bible school. He did two years. After two years, he died. So all together, he was in the church for three years. When he died, we had a funeral and all that. Then, I think the Sunday after, I was in my office when his area pastor, the area where he was working, the pastor came. He came to my office. Was it you? Ah, it was you. Yes. It was you. He came to my office with a lot of people. A lot. About 15 or 20 of them. Yeah? Yeah. And I said, who are these? He said, these are the Members of the brother who who died, yes, at twenty twenty or twenty two years. 
He's dead and gone to heaven. But he has left sheep in the church. Do you think God will not bless him? He's receiving his earthly blessings within three years. But it happened to the Basel and at Nesetla Church. Yeah. He had gone to visit his mother and then he was on his way to go and preach at his settler church when he was knocked down by a car. Wow. What a way to die. Eh? I was so happy and even surprised. And Pastor Kennedy walked into my office. A lot of and they are all in the church. Yeah. They are in the church. Seven. The Lord. That is a benefit to them. Instead of your members sitting in the church and yawning and criticizing and murmuring, do you understand it? And backsliding. They can become fruitful in the bustle. And do you remember I said that that is where they develop their talents and their gifts. As, as they are there, eh, with time, you develop them to become the shepherds and the pastors of your church. But it started right at the Basilev. Yeah. Started riding. Amen. Number 27. They will develop humility. Amen. And humility will attract the grace and mercy of God upon their lives. They will develop humility. And humility will attract the grace and the mercy of God upon their lives. You see, at the pastor level, nobody is really anything. When you sing, nobody thanks you. They will develop humility. And humility will attract the grace and mercy of God upon their lives. Because whatever role you play at the pastor level, it's a very, well, just few. Nobody is there to clap a lot. Oh, Sister Shoanda, you've done very well. There's nothing like that. So, you don't become proud. You see, those of us who do things in the big church, we are so proud of If the pastor doesn't say thank you to you, say, ah, why are they not saying thank you? But at the pastor level, even you, the church that we say you should arrange, look at the way you have arranged it. Eh? Arrange the chairs for the pastor meeting. Eh? Put one chair here, put another one here. When we come, we have just a miss, one is facing here, another one is in the north, another one is in the south, and all that. Do you understand? So you don't even deserve any praise. You are learning. So it is a place where our members develop humility. Sometimes when the, the pastor sends them out to go and do evangelism, they are not able to win even one soul. They come back very humble. They realize their challenge is so easy. It's not by might. I get what I'm saying. So they develop humility. And humility, eh, for he gives grace to the humble. So humility attracts the grace and the mercy of God upon their life. And they are greatly blessed. Can I have an amen? Hmm? Wow. Next one. The faithfulness of the members in the Basel, in the Basel work, will cause God to bring them into abundance. The faithfulness 
of the members in the basal work will cause God to bring them into abundance. What did the master say to the servant who was fruitful? Hmm? What did he tell him? Matthew chapter 20 verse 21 His Lord said unto him Well done Thou good and faithful servant Thou hast been faithful over a few things I will make thee ruler Over many things Enter thou into the joy Of thy Lord So his faithfulness Over a few So the work that they are doing In the Basel A few sheep that they are winning A few people that they are visiting a, a little song that they are singing, that faithfulness will cause God to bless them and bring them into abundance. I have seen, I have seen the sheep that have come out of the baskets. And especially those that with time have become basal shepherds themselves. I have seen God lifting them up so greatly. From nothing, they become great. Ah, yeah. Yeah. There's one guy, he didn't have any job. But the guy was wild. He alone can bring 40 people to church. Put them, one person, he arrives, 40 people. From far, Gliffy, the man of Ebedo, far. Yeah. And when they ask him, what do you do? I mean, he didn't go to school properly, nothing. I said, okay, come. So I gave him to somebody to train him to become an electrician. It's been three years. Now he's finished his own master. He gets his own contracts. He's blessed. He's blessed. Blessed choir. He's blessed. I used to tell him, wouldn't you marry so Bishop Noble? Now she has a beloved. When he came to say so, Bishop, I have a beloved. Wow. It's working. It's working. Amen. And you see, when you go, your pastors here are going to ask you to sell, to start vessels. As you do it, all these blessings are coming to, are going to come over you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody here is going to become a vessel shepherd. After they come. Yeah, if we are 600 here, it means we are going to have 600 vessels. That's what it means. Yeah. And if after five months, eight months, all of us get even ten members in the buses, then across East Africa, there will be 6,000. 6,000. 6,000 people in our buses. And if we are able to bring 50% of them to church. 3,000 people. Yeah. Next one. Number hot. Look at, look at Luke 16, 10, 10 and 11. Luke 16, 10 and 11. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Verse 11. 
If, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? So you see, Jesus showed the principle that those who are faithful in little, you understand? So if the person is at the basal level, he's not preaching to 50 people. He's not, he's not singing to, to 40 people. Just four of us. And she's the praise and worship leader. And she's doing it faithfully. That faithfulness. Eh? He that, look at verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. God normally blesses you based on what you do with the letter that you have. Yeah. That is why now our principle for blessing people and supporting people, missionaries and residents, he that had. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have? Then we'll give you more. Because the person who has, there's a reason why the person has. And the person who does not have, there's a reason why the person doesn't have. So the missionaries that are here will rather come and buy land and property and build a cathedral for Pastor David. Yes. Yes. Than to spend money on you who has been there for five years, four years, and then you have 30 people. Yeah? There's a reason why you don't have. And one of the reasons is that you are not faithful with the list that you have. Wow. Are you enjoying the benefits? Huh? Number what? Number 29. They'll be blessed as they work for the Lord in the Basils. They'll be blessed greatly. They'll be blessed greatly. The Lord is going to bless you as you serve Him in the Basils. Can I have an amen? amen? Number 30. In the use of their spiritual gift and talent, the Basil members will make all their mistakes at the Basil level instead of being disgraced in the big church in the use of their spiritual gifts and talents the pastor members will make all their mistakes at the pastor level instead of being disgraced in the big church 31 in the pastors the members will learn to teach the word of God they will learn to teach the word of God 32. In the bustles, the members will learn to do visitations. Because when the shepherd is visiting, he tells his people, let us go. So they learn. Yeah? They learn. Next one. 32. In the bustle, the members learn how to pray. Learn how to pray. Because the pastors have prayer meetings. Learn how to pray. When somebody is a new Christian, say, let us pray. You'll be just looking at everybody like that. You know, but gradually, he also learns how to pray. Gradually. Gradually. Yeah. And it is happening right in the bustle. Pastor Chedwin, understand it? Yeah? 34. In the Bible, they will learn to prophesy. Eh? 
and make all the mistakes. You learn to prophesy. Remember the guy who said that tomorrow by this time your HIV, which is negative, would become positive. Yeah. And then, even he himself, when he says it, then he says, ah, no, not, not positive, but he would try to correct himself. He's making all the mistakes there. But this same person one day say, stand up, brother, in the church. I, I see the angel of the Lord with you. Wow. The same person. Because gradually, you know, thank you. The spiritual gifts of the spirit have vanished from the church. Where is the word of knowledge? Where is the word of wisdom? Where is tongues? Diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, gifts of prophecies. Why are they? One of the reasons is because people are afraid to use their gifts. But you see, the gifts of the Spirit are operated by faith. You have to operate by faith. If the Lord is moving you, you just have to believe that the Lord is moving you. Yeah. And move by faith. For we see in a glass darkly. We understand in part, we know in part. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry that, what about, what about, if I say it and it's not true, say it. As you keep on exercising the gift, you become perfect. Yes. And bolder and more confident. That is how to learn how to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Many years ago, I was uh, preaching somewhere in a big church. It's many years ago. And as I was ministering, I was just flowing the gifts of the Spirit. And the Lord said that there's a man here, you were a married woman, but you have been committing adultery. You have been cheating on your wife. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that is disturbing you. And the Lord said, I should pray for you now. Come out. A big crowd. Now, number one, number one, even to say something like this, and number two, do you think that the person will come? How many of you realize that the person will not come? What about if the wife is in the church? Yeah. But I felt led to make that declaration. And after some time, the place was quiet. I said to myself, wow. What have I said? Then suddenly a man stood up from the back. It's me. It's me. But see, you need boldness and faith to see that. Yeah. So they will learn how to make all the mistakes, sing all the bad songs, make all the bad prophecies. You understand it? When somebody has a headache, so pray for the reason. Come. Say, brother, brother John, can you pray for this, this thing? You know, when you lay hands, you'll be giving the person knock. Receive it! Receive! The person has a headache. 
By the time he finishes, his headache is greater and bigger. But that is his understanding of laying hands. But gradually, he will come to learn that, oh, that is not how to lay hands. How many of you understand that? How many of you are ready to learn? Are you going to learn? Amen. Wow. 35. 35. Hi. 35 benefits of area fellowships. Eh? It is an opportunity for your members to do something for God which will give them fulfillment in life. It is an opportunity for your members. It is an opportunity for your members to do something for God which will give them fulfillment in life. Galatians chapter 1 verses 15 and 16. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the hidden immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Paul said that it pleased God to choose me to preach. He was so happy. Amen. Amen. 36. The self-worth of your church members will be enhanced. They will feel useful and great. As they do their bustle work, and then as they are in the bustles, eh, their self-worth will be enhanced. They will feel, wow, I'm doing something. I'm needed. I'm useful. Many of our church members, they sit in the church and, and they wonder, what am I doing here? Nobody likes me. Why am I not singing? Why am I? Look, as a matter of fact, many people want to serve the Lord, but we are not giving them the opportunity. Oh yeah. Many people want to do it. Especially younger Christians. Especially younger Christians. They want to do something. And whenever you ask them to do something, they are so happy. So happy. You know, our new service that we started about three months ago, some of the ladies have been selected to become Aquaba ladies. Eish. I don't know. Look, every Sunday they have a new dress. <laughs> every Sunday they have a new dress. I said, man, very happy. They are in their dress moving there and all that. Very, very happy. Their self-worth has been enhanced. They feel blessed. They feel useful. And they feel great. They feel that they are doing something. Nobody has selected them to do anything before, but now they are doing something. Amen. 37. They will develop their leadership skills. Through the bustles, they will develop their leadership skills. Yeah? They don't know how to lead people. Our basil shepherds come out of the basils. Yeah. Our basil shepherds, they come out. I showed you the the, the conveyor belt, the spiritual conveyor belt. So they come out of there. 
So as they are in the bustles, and, 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 and one of the things that we do is that when we are training them to be shepherds and master chefs, we, we attach them to the master chef. So they know. They, 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 they do visitations with them. They do counseling with them. You know, and all that. So through that, their leadership skills are developed. If they just sit in the church, it will not happen. And that's a benefit. Even some of them are surprised that now they are basset shepherds. They didn't think that they can do anything. But people have potential. And through the bassels, it is enhanced, it is encouraged, it is released. Amen. Wow. 30 odd. 38. The, through the bassels, the church members remain active members of the church. Active members of the church. 39. The members are on their way to becoming part of the workforce of your church. Margarito, is that not the case? Eh? The members are on their way to becoming part of the workforce of your church. They get into the bassels, you put them into the new believer school, you train them, they understand it. And instead of going backside and going back to the world, they have become your shepherds. So they have become part of the workforce that you have. That is how you get a lot of people to help you in the church. Amen? Whenever we start getting people from the bustles, you know, we train them. We train them. We put all of them into training. Many of them drop, but a lot of them also come out. And even those who drop, they'll become active members of the church. Why? You have been through New Bible School six weeks, Fruitful Bible School six weeks, Mature Bible School six weeks, before you entered, you know, uh, Shepherd's Training School. So even if you drop, about three or four months of being exposed to different teachings in the church, you have become a solid Christian. How many of you understand that? How many do you have? 39. Wow. It is the beginning of the church members entering into their spiritual destiny. It is the beginning of the church members entering into their spiritual destiny. And 40, the last one, the members would experience spiritual growth. The members would experience spiritual growth. Wow. The members will experience spiritual growth. That's 41. I gave you a booster. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. Whoa. Benefits of Bassels to the pastor. Seven benefits of bassels to the pastor. So, so, 
spoken about benefits of vessels to the kingdom of God. Yeah? Benefits of vessels to the churchmen. How many of you realize that it's a benefit to them? Do you understand it? Yeah. I mean, they, 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 and tomorrow, God willing, I'll be teaching you, you know, how to implement the strategies for implementing uh, vessels. And one of the principles that you, you have to teach them these benefits. Yeah. Do you know where I got these benefits from? The first time I got them were 25 benefits. I was sitting in my study. I was praying. And the Lord told me, you see, the Lord told me, you have taught the people about themselves. But you have not taught them how it will benefit them. So teach them. Within 10 minutes, the Holy Spirit inspired 25 benefits. I, I just took my list and I just wrote like that. 25. And as the years have gone by and we have done it, then I've added on more benefits as we have seen it practically. Yeah. Always remember that the people are asking what is in it for us. You say we should do ourselves. How does it benefit us? If you teach them that you can find beloveds, wow! Wow! I'll be there. If you teach them that do your naming ceremony, the members will be there. Yeah. Because look, I don't know about your churches, but in my church, during weddings, look, the people don't come. The people who come are the Basel members and then the friends of the people. But not the other church, church members. I mean, they are not bothered at all. They are not bothered. So those of you who are, you are going to marry and then you are sending 1,500 invitation cards. Save your money. It will become decorations in people's homes. They won't come. Now, the pastors have great benefits for you, the pastor. Great benefits. Number one, the burden of the pastor in carrying out the ministry to the church members is shared. Master, let's go back to Exodus 18. Okay. Very good. You are very intelligent. Do you have a beloved? Do you want a beloved? Want a beloved? Now listen. Exodus 18. Hello. Exodus 18:22. And let them judge the people at all seasons, and it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. Ministry is burdensome. Hello? Huh? 
When you study Lycos, there's a chapter. Why the, why the ministry is a burden? Is that also? Because people are ungrateful. Because people are equalizers. People are wicked. People are disobedient. People don't obey. People are equalizers. People will abandon you. All those. And then to look after the people. Visit everybody. Dr. Cho says that in his church, if, if you want to see him, you have to make an appointment three months in advance. Three months in advance. Yeah. And even that he says, he tells his secretary, make it very difficult for them. And he said, look, Eight hundred thousand. Eh? How many of them can do this? Hello? To pray for the people, to visit the people, to counsel them. It's a lot of work. So, Pastor, you need a lot of people to help you. Do you understand it? And through the bustles, you can raise up a lot of people. So many people to help you. Yeah. Do you think that Sunday don't I go around waking people up to come to church? Oh. Talk. <laughs> Talk. I have trained soldiers. I have trained soldiers. That I have released so that I can do what I must do. Studying the word, getting revelation, praying, to come and teach on Sunday morning. Can you imagine how to walk everywhere that I'm coming to preach also? Huh? So the benefit of the parcel to the pastor is that it makes a lot of people available to help you and therefore your burden in carrying the ministry is shared. He told him, so shall it be easier for thyself and they shall bear the burden with thee. Amen. Numbers chapter, Numbers chapter 11 from verse 16. Numbers chapter 11 from verse 16. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them into unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Verse 17. And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee, and will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Yeah. Yeah. You have to train people. You have to raise up people. But you cannot train people when you don't have anybody. And you don't have anybody because nobody is coming into the church. 
The parcel makes it possible for a lot of people to come. So there are always a lot of people for you to train. A lot. At each time, at each time, our new believers school, we have like between 200 to 300 people every time in all the services when we add it together. Yeah. Our fourth English service alone, always we have about 150 people there. That we are trained in new believers school. When we graduate them, then the conveyor belt is working. Do you understand it? Yeah. Pastors. So, shepherds, that's why we are brought to here. We are training you to help us. Yeah. We can't do the work without you. I want all the pastors to come to the front. Pastors, standing. If you're a pastor, come. Stand here. Some of you can come here. Turn to the congregation. So some of you can climb up here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly. Wow. Now. Now. Pastors, lift up your two hands. Shepherds, see. We are declaring from today that we can't do the work alone. We need you. Pastors, what are we saying? We cannot do the work alone. We need you. Yeah. We have humbled ourselves. In fact, even we are kneeling there. Let's kneel down. Pastors, what do we say? We cannot do the work alone. We need you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, pastors. Yeah. Yes. Can we do the work alone? How can we do the work? We cannot do it alone. We can't. So we need you. So pastors, one of your main things that you should be doing in your churches is training people all the time. Training people all the time. And then sometimes you see that the older ones, they are tired. They don't mind you. Forget about them. Train younger ones. Yeah. Sack them. I think two weeks ago we sacked shepherds. Is that not it? Yeah. I told my pastors, all the shepherds that are disturbing, you sack them. So suddenly, on the pastor's trade, I, I was getting... The pastor, this one said, I've sat five. I've sat this eight. This one I've sat. I think within that shop, you'll sack about 30 or 40 of them. But make sure that, make sure that when you sack, some will remain. Do you understand it? Yeah. Because an elephant, when it reduces crap, it's an elephant. 
Amen. I remember, I think two years ago or so, Sunday morning, it rained. It really, it started at dawn and ended somewhere in the afternoon. So, just services were just not working. We had one of the lowest attendance. I mean, in, uh, in, the, in the main service. So we had about 600 or 650 people. So, at the, <laughs> at the end of the service, my pastors in my council, they came to me. So I was asking them, how are your services? So Bishop, this one said, nobody came. Two people. So no service. Then I told them, that, oh, they shouldn't worry. Because we too, our service finished crying. So they said, Bishop, how many people came? Then I mentioned, I said, I said oh, they didn't come. We had six. And they said, oh, Bishop, why are you laughing at us? <laughs> how can you say that nobody came? But you see, when an elephant loses weight, cry. It's still big. Yeah. Uh, you, you have five shepherds. You say you are angry, you are going to sack them. <laughs> eh? <laughs> we, we have like 600 shepherds. So if we sack 30 or 40 crowds, there are some there. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Are you blessed? So that is the first benefit. That's the first benefit. God said, and I will come and talk with you there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. And will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people. Take note. The burden of, what is the burden of the people? The visitations, the counselors, the hospital visitations, the issues. Issues, not the ministry. And God says, they will help you. That thou bear it not thyself alone. So when you start Basel's, it will lead to you having more people and then you can train the more people, have more workers who then will help you to do more. Yeah? The more shepherds you have, the more helpers you have, the more workers you have, the bigger the church can be. Number two. The pastor has more time to read and study the word of God. Acts chapter 6. Verse 1 to 4. He has more time to read and study the word of God. He has time to meditate on the word of God to receive deep revelation for himself and for the work he's doing. He has more time to listen to and hear the voice of God. He has more time to pray. He has more time to wait on God. He has more time to fast. 
Yes. Because if it comes to visitations, interactions, counseling, caring for the sheep, he has other people who are helping him. So therefore, he has time to study and pray. Which is his, his main work. So that is a benefit to you. Amen? Pastors, what is your work? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. What is your work? And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. For what reason? For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying the edifying of the body of Christ. So the pastor, you are there to perfect the saints to do the work of the ministry. The pastor is not to do the work of the ministry. He's there to equip the saints so that the saints will do the work of the ministry. I want to say it again. The pastor is not supposed to do the work of the ministry. So the work of visiting, counseling, interaction, soul winning, and all that. Not that you shouldn't do it all. But your duty is to train people to do it. So you are a trainer and motivator and encourager. That is what I do. That is the thing that I do all the time. Training. Equipping. Taking the, 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 the people on retreat. I take, you know, like, uh, I don't remember beginning of the year or whatever, I took like 200 young converts to Mampong. Yeah. Last year, I took ladies. Young ladies, you know, and all that. I took them to Mampong. And I had what I call the um, the Deborah camp. I was encouraging the ladies to rise up to work. I do that all the time. In August, I'm sending about 2,000 people to Mambo. I come. Talk to them. Train them. That is my work. To equip. To equip. That's why you see Bishop traveling around doing camps. Equipping the saints. Equipping the saints. If you don't do that, you have to do everything on your own. Pastor. Early in the morning, you have to come to church, clean the church, arrange the chairs, set up the equipment. You understand it? Lead the praise and worship, take the offerings, preach, so that you will die. You will die. And when you go home, your wife will not be happy with you. Because you are tired. Amen? Pastors, are you understanding that? Eh? Yes. Wow. You get more time to pray. I cannot overemphasize prayer and study of the word, pastors. Hmm? I cannot overemphasize it. The bishop the bishop. You ask, so so what do you want again? Look at the church that God has used you to build. Look at the books that you have written. 
Look at the worldwide crusades. Look at the churches. Look at the bishops. Look at the pastors. What do you want again? And yet he says, he says, I wake up 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and pray for several hours every day. That's what he says. Huh? He says, I sleep very early. Eight, I must sleep. Eight, nine, I must sleep. So I can wake up 2 a.m., 3 a.m. to pray. Hey, you don't write books. You don't do crusades. What do you do? It's amazing. What do you do? You are lazy. You are lazy. You are a lazy pastor. Damn lazy pastor. Yes. Yes. And you will not have a successful church. You will not. Yes. And I'm not cursing you. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 21. Look at it again. You will not have a big church. You always have 15 people, 20 people. That one. You Any, look, you don't need to be a pastor to have 20 people. My shepherds who do satellite churches, they have 20 people, 25 people, they have 15 people, they have, they have it. You don't need to be a pastor. For, give me that scripture, Jeremiah 10, 21. For the pastors have become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper. What is the prosperity of a pastor? Sheep. Sheep. That's the prosperity of a pastor. Sheep. When we come to your church, wow. Wow. Yeah. So you will not prosper means always two, 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 two people, five people. At that, uh, 20 people. When you have gone at 25, then you drop 16 people. At that. Because you are a damn lazy pastor. And those of you who are wise to search pastors, do you understand that? Eh? You have to challenge them in the house. Yes, challenges. Are you a pastor or what? Are you a pastor? Always sleeping, watching TV and all that. Oh. Therefore, they shall not prosper. And even the few flaws that they have shall be scattered. That's why when the people come, they go. When they come, they go. When they come, they go. When they come, they go. That's it. Pay the price. Be in your room. Pastors, pay the price. Be there. Be there. The work of a pastor is to pray and to study the way. That's the work of a pastor. I wonder what you are doing. What are you doing? 24 hours, what are you doing? You have 24 hours. What do you do? Look at me. For several days, I have not been in my church. Preaching, moving around, doing this, doing that, doing that. By you. You have 24 hours. Don't you have 24 hours? What do you do with it? Eight hours of that. You are crying on the Lord. Oh Lord, have mercy. You called me. Use me. Anoint me. Show me what to do. Jesus prayed all the time. Our master, he prayed all the time. He prayed all the time. Eh? Matthew 14, 23. 
Matthew 14, 23. And when he has sent the multitudes away, it is in Matthew 14 that he fed the 5,000. He had the powerful crusade, fed the 5,000, and when he has sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Reverend Dr. Jesus, what do you want? Are you not tired? After sending the people, preaching and preaching and preaching, after that, he went to the mountain alone to go and pray. It was from here that he walked on the sea. You don't walk on the sea after you have eaten chapati. It's coming from your nose and your ears and your anus. Blasphem everywhere. You have eaten chapati, blasphem everywhere and you want church growth. Mark chapter 1 and verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, pastors watch. Rising up, when do you wake up? I said, Pastor, your father in the ministry, the bishop, as up to today, he says, I wake up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., to pray several hours every day. When do you wake up? Jesus, the Son of God, in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and they prayed. He prayed. He prayed. Look at verse 36. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. Verse 37. And when they found him, which means they were looking for him, which means they were looking for him. And when they found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. All men were looking after him, but he had gone to hide to do the most important thing first, to pray to God. The Son of God prayed to God. He prayed before he started his ministry. Matthew 4, 1 and 2. Luke 4, 1 and 2. He prayed before he started his ministry. He prayed all the time. He prayed. Luke 6, 12. Luke 6, 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. When was the last time that you did an all night on your own as a pastor? That is why God says that you will not prosper and all their flock shall be scattered. Ben Hinn says, do you want the power? Pay the price. He said, his pastor says, want to be anointed. They don't want to pay the price. The price is prayer. Pastor Joe, prayer. Stay in that room. Don't go anywhere. Be there. 24 hours. Be there. Be there. Every month. Take three days. Go hide somewhere. Be there alone. It's very difficult. Very difficult. But be there. Pay the price. Let God speak to you. When you come, you see the ministry working. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday evenings, be in the presence of God. Oh Lord, gather the people. The bishop gives six prayer points for Saturday. 
Pray that everybody who came the previous week will come again. Number two, pray that when they are coming, they will bring somebody. Number three, pray that there will be church good. Number four, pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Pray that the needs of the people will be met. It's all there. It's all there. Six points. Lord, tomorrow, gather the sheep. Bring them. Hey, you should come and see me Saturday night praying. I say, Lord, I beg you. Me, I can't even bring one sheep to the church. I tell the Lord, the people don't come to church because we send buses to them. It's not because we go to go and do mobilization. The horse is prepared for the day of battle. But victory comes from the Lord. You can do everything. If the Lord doesn't bless you, there will be no blessing. Say, Lord, I beg you. And every Sunday I tell him, I say, Lord, last Sunday, this is the number of people that brought. This Sunday, please bring more than that. I'll be there praying and studying. Studying and praying. Throughout the night. I'll be there. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, midnight, one a.m., two a.m., three a.m. Praying. I go to church on Sundays tired. Tired and sleepy. But very anointed. But very anointed. <laughs> sleepy. You have 15 people in your church. You are enjoying a good sleep on Saturday night. Watching movies. And you see, you are destroying your life. And nobody should blame Bishop Obi. Those of you in East Africa, and many of you have been ungrateful. You have been ungrateful. Sent you to Bible school, fed you, gave you money. And you have been lazy and have not built the ministry. You have been lazy and have not built the ministry. You have been lazy. You have been lazy. Yeah. This same Nairobi that we are here, people start church one year. We have 500 people. 300 people, 200 people, 100 people. So it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. And you are destroying your life. Yeah. If you don't prosper in life, don't blame him. He has done more than enough. If you build a church, the church will build your life. If you don't build a church, you will remain poor. I'm trying to explain to you the benefit of Basels. The Basels will help your church to grow. When your church grows, there will be more income. When there's more income, you can do anything that you want to do. Hmm. Number three. The next benefit of Basels to the pastor. It is a leadership platform for the church because the pastor can train leaders. It is a leadership platform for the church because the pastor can train leaders. Next one. The Basels facilitate greater spiritual impact of the pastor. The Basel facilitate greater spiritual impact of the pastor. Because we are being more. We are having more places that have been affected by your ministry. Amen. Next one. Special ceremonies of the church members are easily undertaken. 
special ceremonies of the church members are easily undertaken. Yeah. You have a lot of pastors, a lot of leaders who help you. At the Colorado Cathedral, I'm not the only person who uh, named babies. No. No, no, no. At all. My pastors will be moving. Oh, we went to name this one's baby. We went to that. Oh, very good. Even funerals. Even funerals. Your member has died, Charlie, brother. You are blessed. Go and organize a funeral. Barry. I'm not the only one. I sit in the church. Weddings are happening. Wow. Have helpers. Helpers. And helpers, they don't fall from heaven. You have to train them. Can I have an amen? amen? Next one. Easy mobilization of the members for any programs. That's another benefit to the pastor. Easy mobilization of the members for any programs in the church. When there's a convention, I tell my pastors, everybody, mobilize your people, let them come. They gather them. Easy. Yeah. And finally, you can, you, you earn a bad name as a pastor if you don't carry out battles, since it allows you to grow your church and to care for the members effectively. You earn a bad name as a pastor if you don't carry out battles, since it allows you to grow your church and care for the members effectively. Hallelujah! 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 Why don't you clap your hands for Jesus, somebody? What have we done today? I've explained to you what a basel is. I've given you important facts about basels. I've shown you what a basel is and what a basel is not. I've explained to you how the basils bring growth. Is that not so? How many of you now understand how it brings growth? Yeah? And then now we have looked at the benefits. If you run basils in your church, there are benefits to the kingdom of God, there are benefits to your members, and there are benefits to you. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service time. English services Early Rain Service 6.30am to 8.30am His Presence Service 8.30am to 10.30am and Love and Faith Service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. 
Love and Victory, Ga, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.